Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please? Fuck you, come on guy. The One Million Podcast. I don't have like old school like stereo stores anymore. Like Best Buy doesn't carry high end stuff. And uh, like they do for like home theater and shit. Like if you want like all the doubly. You could go to Bang and Olufsen. No, that shit's just designer crap. Like it just looks weird, but it's not great sounding, especially for analog shit. Well, then why don't you just go to the sharper image? I'm not looking for a back massager or a chair that massages or a stereo that's also a flashlight that's also a jumper cable that's also a fucking compass. Yeah. Remember we got Grandpa one of those? No. We got Grandpa Schleicher one of those just giant like survival boxes. (laughs) You know, just in case. Well, I mean, there's nothing in there to protect you from Marianne. (laughs) Well, it did have a giant siren on it, so I wonder if he just cranked that up. Just... Uh, Harold, could you do this? Right. <laughs> I don't know why it sounded like a cop car from the twenties. But it kind—if I remember correctly—that's exactly what it sounded like. <laughs> oh Christ! Don't waste another minute on your crying. Whether we're near the end, the best is ready to begin. Best part of waking up is folders in your. Is that what you're singing? No, that was. I think I was doing the Growing Pains theme song. Yeah, I was. Hmm. hmm. I watched an episode of that. I think it was on a flight. Like they had just like part of a season on there. And uh, man, 80 sitcoms. What, oh, Golden, of, what were you watching? No, uh, Growing Pains. Growing Pains. That would be. Um, Alex P. Keaton. Nope, that's uh, Family Ties. Fuck. Growing Pains was uh, Alan Thicke and Kirk Cameron pre-Jesus. Oh, I'm, he still had Jesus. It just wasn't like... No, I think... gone full Chris Pratt yet. No, I think he was banging a lot of shit. Like, he was a full-on heartthrob in the 80s. I think he probably got the clap or something and it scared him to Jesus or something. Cause like, I think he was knocking it out for a little bit. Knocking it out. Why wouldn't in the eighties, there are three channels and you are on a hit show. You think Bieber had it good. This dude just crushing the puss. All right. Like he, he crushed so much puss that he, ran to jesus like do you understand like it scared him i don't can, you need to stop saying that i'm just saying you need to just stop saying it i think if aubrey was saying it you'd be agreeing with me <laughs> kirk cameron just crushing a puss fuck <laughs> good song though oh my god what there's a shredded chicken quesadilla melt on the dollar menu at Taco Bell now. What's that? What's on it? I'm going to get on. Let me, let's put it up on the big screen. This is important. This is important. Can you quit leaving the bong over there? You're the one that let it sit on the table for eight minutes, and then I set it down for two seconds, and you're like, hey, hey. Yeah. All right, Dad. <laughs> it's 
why we stopped letting dad do bong rips. All right, let me throw this up on the big screen for you. Already? We're already throwing things up? You said you wanted to see this thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That thing. I thought we were going somewhere else. And also, what is this? That's the shredded chicken quesadilla milk. Oh, good. Can you scroll down? It's a valiant effort on the part, but I think your dollar could be spent on something tastier. What? It's it's only a dollar. dollar. It's a What, do you also work at Taco Bell? Like, how many dollars do you have to count where you can't just splurge (laughs) on a dollar? Granted, I have been that poor. Like, I remember 22, 23, like, looking at candy bars going one day. That's back when there was only three candy bars. God damn it. I'm... (laughs) Not that old. Yeah, what do you have? Our parents are still alive. Ye old Snickers. We, <laughs> it wasn't even Milky Way yet because it hadn't been discovered. It True. was undiscovered galaxies. It was it was a lot smaller print back then. <laughs> and then just hard milk. That was the third. <laughs> just milk that had been left out. Yeah. <laughs> but in a bakery, so it smelled nice. No, it was just out. <laughs> Well, I like the bakery. Do you like a little stuff. hard milk for dessert? <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm it was, chew and it on was, some lactose. And it was the Dust Bowl. It was during Dust Bowl times, so you ha- everything had to be covered all the time. I spent the night at Belinda's last night. Yeah, how was Thai food night? Oh my God, it was so fun. It looked like fun. Uh, it was such a blast, and the food was so good. We made two different kinds of curry, and we made spring rolls. It was uh, incredible. That's awesome. Uh, someone from that party who will remain unnamed asked me to do mushrooms today, and I was like, I can't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Last time I was like, they're talking about doing mushrooms together, and I was like, that's so cute. Yeah, I love how like when girls make friends, it's just like, oh, I met a new friend, and then when dudes make new friends, it's like queer. I didn't say He's queer. So gay. Okay, you're like, well, well. I think your friendship is cute. They're courting each other. Oh, see? For your friendship. Right there it is. You can court someone for a friendship. Okay. All right. Is that what all the and all the date stuff was for? I go on dates with my friends all the time. Okay. All right. It's your own bullshit. Like you You're just worried. <laughs> like you've never <laughs> Okay. For no reason and you're projecting a lot of that. All right. All right. That's why you're laughing so hard right now. I don't like this. This sucks. How about that coronavirus? Uh, yeah, I had to fist bump everybody in Oklahoma City. Oh, I bet. I was like, um, I just didn't want to get quarantined at the loony bin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not a... They're nice people, and it they were fun shows, but it's aesthetically not a great place. It's not a... It kind of reminds me if someone took like an like a, if an elementary school closed down, and mm-hmm. they they opened up a shopping complex in it, and then part of that was an, a fucking comedy club. The told on a school, put it a comedy club. <laughs> we were filming all last week at the Hollywood and Highland Center, which is probably where coronavirus was born. Oh man, I'm like if I get it, like I'm I'm for sure going to get you're it. You're not patient 0, but you're you're in the top 10. For sure. And it's like it's the Times Square of LA too, which is like Yeah, <sighs> it very much is that. It's the worst. There's uh, so many tourists there. It's all Yeah, it's a 
it's a panic attack is all it is. That's Especially true. when you get down closer to Growlman's. But my hands are all dry now because I've, I've been washing my hands so much. Wow. That's probably a lot better than getting um, the corona or whatever new diseases are being procured at H&H. <laughs> Hollywood and Highland, get all the newest diseases. <laughs> right next to the Pandora store. <laughs> There's also a Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> there is a Ben and Jerry's. And a Cold Stone. God and bless them. And a Cold em. Stone. And, and I always Johnny forget, Rockets. And I always forget about it. Johnny Rockets is whatever the fuck. But, they got uh, milkshakes, though. Yeah, but it's that soft serve bullshit. At Johnny Rockets? Yeah, yeah. Bummer. Uh, yeah, I like uh I like ice cream. Soft serve goes right through me. Okay. Like like I'm surprised there's not a sonic cuz you know how there's like a mile of intestines? Like it's so like I'm just surprised there's not a sonic boom of some sort <laughs> when it goes through me cuz I'm just like if that's true and like I don't know if that's honestly true that there's a mile I mean, it just doesn't make sense. It is, I mean, it is true. Is maybe it? it? Maybe it just goes into ludicrous speed. <laughs> once it once it gets in there. I just quit 5,280 feet of intestine mm-hmm. is in your body. Going plaid. Go. Zoink. I just, okay. I just don't, again, I guess I'm stupid. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I believe that there is. It just it's hard to fathom. Do you understand? Mm. Like, and I've never heard someone say, "Oh, they took half a mile of intest anatomy." They could though, <laughs> if you think about it. Look at you eating the crumbles. Yeah, you just got to prepare for it with the Nature Valley. Uh, although I will say the maple brown sugar is fucking amazing. Oh yeah, there. I mean, yeah. I like the peanut butter ones. They're an outside snack. Oh, I just always make sure to have a a fucking Nature Valley doily situation just to get all the oh, doily. It doesn't sound like a good idea. There's so many holes. Well, it's not a lace doily. It's just a paper towel doily. So it's a it's a piece of paper towel. I mean, potato, potato, really. No, it's like potato car. You're going to have to explain that one. No, they're just different. And you're wrong. (laughs) Twizzlers are great. Have you ever, have you ever gotten, have you ever smoked a pot? Smoked a pot and then had candy because it's, it's so good. You, You ever done that? Yeah, once or twice. Does that ever happen to you? When you said, when you said the love you take is equal to the love you make, is that true? Is that true? <laughs> I saw. Oh, Tommy Boy was on the other day, and man, does that hold up? Oh yeah. Super holds up. Oh yeah. And man, do I miss Chris Farley. Well, you just realize what a great character he was. Definitely was in that line of John Candy, Jim. Well, not Jim Belushi wasn't as lovable because of the heroin, but <laughs> John, you know, especially just had that lovable, like, uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Like he was uh, lovable. No, that that word I already found. John Candy. John. He's just very John Candy. Um, 
Like he was able to get hurt. What's that word mean? Funny. All right. Actor. He's very actor. I think you're done on the bong rips. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, tie night was really fun. What I, was? Tie night. Oh, yeah, tie night. I was like, we're going to make some tie and some shirt, some pants. It's going to be great. Oh, because like Asian people make clothing? No, I'm just listing items of clothing. Oh, tie. you're like, we're going to make Thai food and some shirt and some pants? I said Thai. I didn't say Thai food. I'm going to make some Thai and some shirt. Fuck, man. I didn't get it. I still don't get it. A tie, like a necktie? Oh, there it is. Homonyms. Homonyms. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. <laughs> it's going to be a long episode. We're recording on a Sunday. I have uh, flown in. I have had really, I didn't sleep last night because. No, because I didn't get out of the shows till 1230. Got back, packed, and then was just, and then the time changed. So at two, it's now three. Oh, yeah. And so, and then I had to be up at four. So it's like, it's hard for me to sleep for an hour. Like, I just can't do it. Uh-huh. And so then I got on the flight and it was literally the coldest flight I've ever been on. And they don't have blankets because of coronavirus. Oh, no. And I woke up, like, I pass out, like, almost immediately on takeoff, as usual. And then I wake up. Like, you know that, you know, sometimes you leave the windows open and it gets a lot colder and you thought it was gonna and you need a blanket. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, you wake up just like, ha, 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 ha. I was doing that and I'm like, fuck, it's cold. And and the the flight attendant just happened to be in the, talking to the seat in front of me. So when she turned around, I'm like, hey, can I please have a blanket? And she's like, I am so sorry. We don't have any. And I'm sorry it's so cold. And so then it was just me. I kind of figured out like there was a draft coming from over here. So I set my bag there. And I got a little bit of sleep, but fuck, man. I've never, like, wanted to get off a plane so bad just to warm up. Like, it was just, I just, I'm tired of being cold. I'm tired of being so cold. <laughs> I hate that feeling. I've been on really cold flights, and oh. I don't know what's worse. I think being on a super hot flight is worse. Oh, a super hot flight's way worse because you're stuck. Yeah. And it's like, nor- you know, because normally there are blankets, especially up front. Yeah. And so it's normally not an issue. And I have fucking three American Airlines blankets in my fucking closet that I've stolen. (laughs) So I'm just going to start packing those bitches. There you go. And uh, but yeah, man, a hot one. There's nothing you can do because there's only so many articles of clothing you can remove. Oh, yeah. And be appropriate. You know what I'm saying? And the rage. Oh, the rage. (laughs) The heat rage. Heat rage. It's just like, oh, I'm so hot. Oh, fuck. It's like, you can definitely tell like when cities have had it with the heat because <laughs> there's just, everyone's pissed. <laughs> everyone's pissed all the time. And they just, and then all of a sudden everyone's Jack Nicholson from fucking A Few Good Men. He's like, it's just this goddamn heat. <laughs> uh, I've never seen it. You've never seen A Few Good Men? No. Oh, that's a good one. You want to know the truth? What? You can't handle the truth. I haven't seen a few good men. <laughs> Otto's getting all kinds of oats and honey over here. His, his face is just full on in my lap. He doesn't give two shits. He had a day today. Yeah, what'd he do? Well, we spent the night at Belinda Emanuel's. 
Did the marathon fuck with you? Yeah, it did. But God, I slept in your guest room and I'd never, I always end up sleeping on the couch. Yeah. Full on thought Sandra was going to come sleep with me. But she ended up sleeping on the couch. But their guest room, because they are doctors who work night shifts. Oh, it's all blacked out. There's a blacked out room. And I, oh, and the mattress is so comfy. Oh my God, it's so comfy. I woke up just total starfish. <laughs> oh, it was so great. It was so great. I was full of Thai food and I was really stoned. Successful people's homes. <laughs> Stay at them when you can. Ran on a warm. So he was running around with Luna all morning. And then the marathon street closures really kind of fucked us. So we ended up having to go down. We drove past Larchmont. Yeah. We we're like, oh, there's a farmer's market going on today. I'm like, well, let's stop there and get something to eat because we're all starving. Yeah. So I went to the farmer's market today. It was so nice. The one in Hollywood? No, the one in Larchmont. Oh, okay. I didn't know there was one. Yeah. There's a farmer's market everywhere. So for those of you who don't know uh, or don't live in Los Angeles, every year is the Los Angeles Marathon, and they always run it right through Hollywood because, you know, tourists and, pick, and you know. It's they just run Sunset basically the entire way from downtown to. The beach? Uh, to the beach, yeah. Yeah. And so that runs right through Andy and I's entire being here in Los Angeles, <laughs> just like everything we need to do is like cuts right through uh luckily uh i landed at 7 30 this morning and luckily just because of the way it is i get i'm right off the highway that's so, just the way it is that's just the way it is things will and, never be uh, so the i didn't same. have to deal with it but as soon as i got off and saw the signs i was like man am i glad i'm just taking a nap i've had that where you come up from like if you come up La Brea from the airport mm-hmm. and you're just like, and you just start seeing the signs, you're like, fuck, how long does this go? And it goes forever. It goes forever. Oh man. Trying to get anywhere in downtown at the beginning of it too is such a nightmare. Ugh. And now it's like marathon season because there's a lot of them. You would think they'd make some sort of marathon bridge so you could cross at some point. Yeah. If you're going to have so many marathons. Marathon bridge. <laughs> Looks like it pops up. People run over it. Oh, I was thinking of like, I thought it was cars that would drive over the runners. No, that's a terrible idea. Very unsafe. But and I was also like, a lot more expensive. Truthfully. Yeah. So I was going to propose like a marathon ramp where you just gun it full speed. Oh, Duke's a hazard style? Hell yeah. And then you Fuck ramp yeah. over the race. And then they, you know what would be great is if when you do it, they have like a camera there and then you can buy the video of some like Waylon Jennings impersonator like commenting on it. Just like you get the freeze frame, just like Duke Sanders like, looks like Andy Porter's at it again. <laughs> well, we just made our first million. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, welcome back. Welcome back. It's the one millionth podcast. I'm Andy Porter. And I'm Chris Porter. That felt weird. I know, but let's mix it up. America. Right. America. Portugal. We're- let's mix it up. Okay. Spain, after all the rape. What? You know that Spain kind of raped three cultures into existence? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. I also know that the rain in Spain stays mainly on the plane. <laughs> Put that in your little knowledge pipe and smoke it. <laughs> little, uh, little truth nuggets. Uh, Well, yeah. So anyway... We're siblings. Yep. And this is our podcast. Yep. Where we just kind of ramble on, like Led Zeppelin. Ramble on. Sing that song. 
yeah, and this is it. Thank you for listening, portheads. Talent receivers. Dumble fucks. It's good to <laughs> it's good to hear you. It's good to it's good for you to hear us. Yeah, it's good you're to welcome. know you're out there. It's good to know you're present. <laughs> you can also send us presents. Just fit bowling. You could. Mix you it could up. if you want to send us presents. Actually, no. Let's not do that because that's how like weird thumbs start showing up. I love thumbs. Not real ones. Oh, I do. Oh, is that what those are in your refrigerator? Yeah, I like to jimmy a little chopstick up inside the open hole. Yeah. And I'm waving around. Right, people like a thumbs a, up or a thumbs like down. Like a thumb kebab? Yeah. No, thumb kebab's better. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. The bub. Uh, well, how was your weekend? We already talked about uh, last night. How was, fr- uh, how was Friday? Friday was great. I went to dinner with some friends, and then we all just kind of hung out. And Where'd then- you go to eat at? Lantica Pizzeria de Michelle. What is that? That's a lot. Is that? Oh my god, it's so good. It's a pizza place. Okay, caught that. But like, oh, it's where we went to brunch with mom. Which time? The last time, fancy brunch with Tyler and the twins. Oh yeah, that was a good time. I like that little porch area. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should have seen the back patio. It was even better. That's where we were, right? That's the front patio. No shit. I felt like it was in the back. Mm-mm. Man. They got me all confused over there. Man, they got you there. The food was good again? It truly never disappoints. It's so fucking good. Oh, man. Uh, well, that's cool. How was the rest of your week? Kind of kind of hectic? Jobs coming around? This last week was bananas. Yeah. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yeah. I'm just exa- I'm still just so exhausted. Uh, well, that's awesome. I had a great week. It was a, it was a busy week. I flew to Denver and saw... My good friends Chris and Rich Robinson play acoustic. And How was that? It was uh, really awesome. Did uh, your mascara run? It did. It did. I don't even know why I wear it anymore. I don't either. I, it's definitely not a vibe I'm trying to throw out there. Well, since you've been getting your but lashes get, dyed. But also it gives point. me confidence. Like it makes me feel like a man. What, what, what can we do for you that would give you confidence? Confidence? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad asked me that for years. Hmm. And I was like, but I want to tell jokes. <laughs> I'm going to make it happen. Look at, look at you doing it. I did. I am. It's happening. I bought a couch. You should sell doilies as merch. That's a terrible idea. See, that's competence right there. Seeing a terrible idea and identifying it. But non-lace doilies. You could just sell like $30 paper towels. You could probably do that now anyway. With all this coronavirus. You know, we want to thank you for coming in. This was a good meeting. Uh, if you have any other ideas, please feel free to contact my secretary. No, no, hands off. I'm not leaving this meeting yet. No, no, no. Uh, we have other meetings with people that have ideas that aren't terrible. Nope. No. All right, all right let's no. do All right, give me one more idea, just for funsies. $40 paper towels. I think you're on to something. See? You got to uh, jack up the price. All like, right. Why is it so expensive? But I feel like I need it. Now you're talking. $30 paper towels are for idiots. Mm-hmm. Which you are, as we've discussed. I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> you ever thought about working over here at Porter Industries? What is a jib? And what cutting it? What, uh, what does that mean? The fuck I know. Let's find out. Cut of one's jib is one's general appearance, mean, or manner. I could tell by the cut of his jib that he wasn't the kind of person I wanted to deal with. 
Well, no, but what is the phrase? Where did the phrase come from? Popular slang phrase among the ever-growing northeastern youth in the United States. In the oh no, that says in the cut. Origins of the cut of your jib. Which is a terrible movie, by the way. What's well, a terrible movie? The cut of your jib. Origin. It's a movie. Origins. <laughs> it's like more like a Pixar short. Yeah, one before the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Otto had such a big day. He got to meet all, uh, all kinds of dogs today in Larchmont. Oh, he did? did oh, yeah. he, was he scared of most of them, or did, was he cool with a lot of them? He was cool with most of them. So now he's seepy. An old sailor's term for one's intangible qualities. Yeah, because I think it, the jib is uh, refers to something nautical. I think it's something on a ship. Let's see, what is a jib? Triangular stay sail. Yeah, set forward of the forward. So, yeah, the projecting arm of a crane. They like how your sail looks. They like how you look. They like this guy. Cool. I don't know about this guy, but I, uh, I like this guy. Huh. I still don't, still don't really get it. Spinnakers. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Man. But yeah, so I flew to Denver. Uh, I didn't get to smoke my weed, though. Why Why? Why come? Because the guy that grows it got sick and couldn't make it. Oh, has he got the Rona? Uh, no, I think he's just got uh, some sort of AIDS. Not sure. Bummer. Some sort of food AIDS. I think he got AIDS from food. Mm. It happens. And uh, But yeah, the concert itself was great. I'm not going to say whether I cried or not, but I cried. A and lot. Just just one, two songs. and uh, But the rest of it was great. And then I got to go say hi to Chris and Rich. And they were in great spirits. And uh, then I flew back the next day. Couldn't have, had a, couldn't have had more fun. Good. Hung out with my friend, Dr. Chris Voth. Doctor? Yeah, he's a doctor of something. Not like Not medical, but like smart. Just like read a bunch of books, doctor. Uh, uh, and uh, hello, nice to meet you. I'm Doctor Books. Doctor Books. That's gonna. Well, that's a great movie. <laughs> Doctor Books. And then, uh, and then, yeah, flew out to Oklahoma City. I need fifty cc's of pros stat. Are you done? No. Okay, keep going. One more. <laughs> We're losing them. Give me, give me more cc's of fiction. Eh? I uh, see you were done and you didn't even know it. <laughs> you didn't even know it. But yeah, and then flew out to Oklahoma City, had some great shows. Uh, thanks for everyone who came out to the Target, Target parking lot uh, to come to the comedy club to see my shows. Uh, I did have to stay at a Hampton Inn where there was a lot of, there was like a high school girls team there and a lot of them were staying on my floor. And apparently they're immune to hearing doors slam at fucking midnight because they're just running into each other to the point where like the next day I walked out and I saw the girl that was staying in the room next to mine. I'm like, hey, you think you all could take it easy on the doors? And then I was like, and then I remembered that everything is epic to high schoolers because I saw her basically just melt down in front of me. She was like, "Uh, uh, uh, I'm so sorry. We will so quiet. Keep it down i'm so sorry and i was just like oh sorry i should have handled that better i forgot that you know you have to stare at a lake to solve problems and uh what you haven't seen that family guy episode where there was like there's nothing this is high school 
and everything is so important and there's nothing problem no problem that can't be solved by staring at a lake <laughs> uh and so uh but yeah so but the next night they were very cool about it but i did find on my record searches a so led zeppelin 2 when it first came out was mastered by this dude robert ludwig and the pressings oh robbie ludluds uh the pressings were so he had ramped up the level so much so that the they wanted the album to be loud well back in the day like in 1970 whatever the fuck when it came out it uh it was so loud that it would literally pop the cartridge off the record what does that mean like it would literally knock the like it would put so much information into the cartridge that it would just knock it off and everyone thought the record like it would literally knock the needle off the record oh that is what you're saying yeah and uh, so people would bring them in and say they were defective. So then they brought all the levels down. Mm-hmm. And that's the album that most people hear today. Well, I found one of the original copies. And fuck, is it awesome. Oh, you bought it? I bought it. Not, how much was it? It was $100. Oh, that's not bad. And it's not in great condition. Well. But when it is, like, man, when the tracks are really going, it's fucking epic. The bass is just so just nice yeah and it's one of my favorite right and like the hope is that like maybe i'll find a better copy down the road uh and probably have to spend good money to do it but it was pretty great and then uh but yeah i had to do the old uh had to do the old corona fist bump for all the meet and greats yeah because fuck uh like i still don't understand that watch people that watch the news all the time i don't get it it's the dumbest shit in the world. You're coming from a guy that watches The Office all the time. Like I get watching the same shit over and over again, but if The Office angered me and made me freak the fuck out all the time, I wouldn't watch that shit ever. <laughs> That's why I don't watch any of that fucking, any of those homicide, those like, what's that one on headline news all the time? It's just Forensic Files? Forensic Files. I, I don't watch any files. of that shit. Because next thing I know, I can't fucking walk to the bathroom without... Call of Duty and around the corners and <laughs> shit. Just like, what? What? Three, two, one, turn. You shouldn't count down. Because then if they were on the corner, they could hear you and they would know when you're coming. Well played. Well played. You should go on three. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, listener mail time. And all the wrong places. As always, if you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, if you need life advice, send it to one millionth pod. That's all words. That's one million with a th and a pod at gmail.com. Do it. We dare you. Uh, this one's from Lee. Subject acting trivial question mark. Hi, Chris and Andy. Thanks for reading my email. No probs, bud. Chris, I saw you at the Funny Bone in Des Moines on Leap Day. You were funnier than I knew you would be. That's me, bro. Blowing minds. One Sunday show at a time. I've seen some of your specials, but this was my first time seeing you live. I really marveled at the way you used your face to help deliver some of your jokes. That's why we do it in the... That's why we got those lights. (laughs) Don't know why I never noticed before, but it seemed obvious to me that you'd be great as a lead or co-lead in a series. That's what I've been saying, Lee. Guess what? No one's listening. My question is, have you had a chance to do any acting? I've done a lot of auditions, and apparently I'm not real good at it. But I do have a part in a movie coming up. It's very short, uh, but I know that I'm still in it, so I'm really happy. Uh, It's Steve Burns' movie. 
and I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> uh, but it's got um, Jimmy O. Yang and Ken, Ken Jong, Dr. Ken. Oh, I love them. So it'll be great. Fun. Uh, if not, is it something that interests you? Yeah, I would love to act. I would love to uh, do all those things. Thanks for reading, uh, Lee. Thanks, buddy. Uh, and this next one's from our old friend, Eve. Eve. Our uh, Nordic our Nordic fan. Our Nordic Nelly. Our, hey, Chris, comma, Andy, comma. Uh. Right. I have a question for Chris. How do you handle bombing as a comedian? I mean, you just got to get through it. Some, you have to acknowledge the fact that it's happening. Uh, maybe try some crowd work. Slow down. Uh, but you got to do your time. And I don't mean a joke that doesn't land, but a crowd that is obviously not impressed or outright hostile. You know, I'm at a point now where that doesn't happen a whole lot. Uh, it does happen sometimes at, like, the comedy store and shit. Uh, you just, fuck, man. Fuck if I know. You just got to deal with it. Don't cry. Don't turn. Don't blame the audience. A lot of young comics think it's the audience's fault, and it's not. It's yours. <laughs> I myself am very bad at improvising. Well, it's it's gonna be a rough road, Eve. Uh, or remaining creative under stress. Well, you're gonna be fuck. I don't know. You know. Yeah, you're gonna have to get better at those real quick. And uh, the best way to do it is to fail a whole bunch. So, good luck with that. Uh, comedy is a rough, this is me talking, not Eva. Comedy is a rough game, especially early. You think you got it, and then all of a sudden you don't. Uh, but yeah, there it is. As always, cheers from the Netherlands. Eve. 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 This next one's from Tony. Subject XFL Beer Snake. Love the pod, Chris and Andy. Listen to the last pod, and he read my Porthead Talent Receiver mail. Made my day. Thank you. Exclamation point, he says. I was wondering if either you or Andy have seen the video of the beer snake that people made at one of the last XFL games. Yeah, I think I did see that. What's a beer snake? Let's find out. Uh, No, is it a real snake? I don't want to see it. No, 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 no. It's not not a real snake. Are you sure they're not drinking out out of a snake? No, that would be unhealthy for a lot of... No, it's this thing. Oh. (laughs) Look at this. Oh, my God. It's down several sec... No way. Look at that. <laughs> that is awesome. I mean, you're talking about you're at a at a like a, a soccer league stadium, probably 20,000 people, and it's going down like I'd say half of an entire section. That was more than half. Yeah, I'd give it 5 eighths or 3 oh, yeah. fourths. Oh yeah. I'd give it 5 eighths on the conservative side. And it's oh, and it's wobbling. It's it's zigzaggy. So I think you straighten that bitch out. Although you'll probably start to lose structural integrity. <laughs> uh, man, that is impressive. Thank you for uh, showing us this. No, we hadn't. I think I have. This isn't what I thought I saw. All right, that's epic. That is epic. That's epic. I love that. Also, what is what are the what is that made out of? It looks like a giant plastic tube. Do they bring that? Are they a bunch of cups? I didn't really get a vibe on what that was. You don't know what that is? No. That's stacks of beer cups. Stacks of beer cups. It's a collection of all the beer that they've been drinking at the game. Oh. Gross. <laughs> Good God. I didn't know what it was. I mean, that's for sure how you get coronavirus. Do I, that, oh, yeah. I mean, that's why they named it that. 
Hey, everyone touch these things that a bun- everyone's mouths have been on. <laughs> uh, this one, next one's for Matt. Thank you, Tony, for your, for your entry. Uh, well, that's it for Listener Mail. Once again, if you have any questions, concerns, if you want life advice from two people who haven't quite got life figured out, Send your questions, concerns, comments to one millionth pod. That's all words, one million with a TH and a POD uh-huh. at gmail.com. Yep. And we will answer possibly your email on the air. Uh, and as always, we are, uh, listener mail is brought to you by Back Attack Snacks. Back Attack Snacks. Uh, we know you're high. We know you're drunk. You're going to want to eat those eat- Fritos and Doritos, but that's some bullshit food that's going to give you the, the cancers. Eat real food. With real ingredients, shit that you'd find in a real kitchen if you so have one. Yeah, like cows and salt. And oregano. 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 Magic spices. Magic spices. Maybe some cilantro. You could put a little bit of that in there. Nice. Uh, But yeah, and uh, tell them what they got to do, Rue. Go to backattacksnacks.com and enter in the promo code, all words, one millionth pod. That's all words, one million with a T-H and a P-O-D. And you'll get 25% off your whole order. You buy four regular, you buy four equally priced things, Uh you're only going to pay for three of them bitches. Exactly. Just for typing words. Regularly priced, equally priced, priced. All those things. Just, just pricing. Where are they going to go do it at? Bacatoxnox.com. So sometimes Andy and I uh, get each other stuff from uh, the pot store because we're siblings and we're friends and we like to help each other out. Uh-huh. Uh, but if we forget, not a huge deal. Hey, where did you grab my weed? No. Oh, fuck. I forgot. Oh, well, no big deal. Well, in Michigan, a guy took it a little harder. Hold for chopper. Holding for crime. Holding for crime. So, yeah, we forget. No big deal. I'll go grab it later. Yeah. We know we got other shit to worry about. Well, in Michigan, a guy took it a little more personally. <laughs> and uh, a, a guy named Neil Patrick Wasinski. Neil Patrick Harris. Undercover. That's what we all That's what we all thought. This is the Polish Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, and he's 28, and he's not a doctor. He was hit with various assault charges. Two days after allegedly punching the victim's rib cage and then stabbing him with a 21-inch samurai sword. Holy shit. Still armed with the bloody sword, he chased the 23-year-old victim into the parking lot before they both took refuge in their separate apartments. Why, why did this fight happen? Because he forgot his weed. Fuck. He was supposed to bring him weed. He was like, oh, I forgot your weed. And the guy's like... And it was his friend? Apparently, uh, police were called to the scene around noon when they found the victim smoking a cigarette while holding a bloody towel to his side, the news <laughs> website said. He suffered multiple stab wounds to his arms and torso and was taken to a local hospital in critical condition, but has since recovered. And he was just out there smoking? The victim said he was Wasinski's boyfriend in one and a half of one and a half years and claimed his partner decided to attack him after he de- failed to buy him marijuana. I, wow. I, have, I have a feeling that was. I think there was some build there, up there. There was some build up there. I think someone I, I didn't doubt, empty the dishwasher that morning. Yeah, I doubt everybody was like just having a good time, and then one day he forgets the weed, and he's like, "Nah, motherfucker, you gonna die." Uh, the <laughs> intent for never leaving the seat up. <laughs> the intent to murder charge was reportedly dismissed after Wasinski pleaded no contest to the other charges during February 13th. So. 
What do you think? You think they're going to make it? Think that oh, relationship's yeah. going to make it? The craziest ones always last. Oh, yeah. Let's get, uh, <laughs> let's get tattoos to cover the scars. <laughs> uh, what's going on in your world? So speaking of Taco Bell, as we always do. Yeah. Siempre. Todos los dias. Did you see that there was a Taco Bell that was going, that they were closing at Penn State? And so a bunch of students had a candlelight vigil. God bless them. They left like a bunch of like sauce packets and candles and flowers at the steps. Oh, that's awesome. Of the Taco Bell. Um, and hard. though we've come to the end of <laughs> the road. Yeah, some guys started like a Facebook group as a as a joke. Why was it closing? I don't know. I tried to find that out. Um, it's rare that they close anymore. And when they do close, the buildings become like an accountant office or they become a um an either another like local Mexican restaurant or they become a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> They're singing Sarah McLaughlin's Angel. Oh. Where was where was it? Penn State. On campus. That's what that's how you do it, you know? Yeah, I wonder why they closed. I don't know. Well, it was on campus, so I wonder if it was like a campus decision. Oh yeah, I'm sure there you can't promote something that's toxic. <laughs> where is Penn State? Uh, college Station, Pennsylvania. No. Is that what it is? No. Is it called? No, that's, or is that Texas A&M? Texas is, Texas is College Station. Texas is Austin. Texas A&M is College Station. Yeah. Um, but it's like something like that. Hold on. State College, Pennsylvania. State College, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I knew it was something like that. How did they think to put a college in that town i don't know they're just like weird we've already got this town yeah let's put it there yeah you don't think we should put it in dumb shit bill no no we should rename that also <laughs> dumb shit bill we'll call it harrisburg <laughs> that's funny oh lord oh so a canadian boy won a raffle in canada at a youth hockey tournament fun Guess what he won? A lap dance. Nope. Um, a new dad. Nope. Although he might get one. He won $200 worth of weed. <laughs> what? Yep. The prizes uh, are usually geared towards children, uh, but he put in his tickets in a particular, in a bag that was later notified that he had won $200 worth of pot. Picture taken the child's father shows various cannabis paraphernalia, including edibles, a lighter, and smoking apparatus. <laughs> and he said, my grandson thought he won a great prize. Granddad, I won chocolate. <laughs> nope. There's bad drugs in the chocolate. Well, they're not bad drugs. And then he says, how do you explain that to a kid? And then it's like, the way you just did it. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't get it's like, yeah, man, you just tell them that shit's for adults, like our parents did. Not with weed, but with alcohol and shit. And yeah. Cursing. Like, yeah, you get to do that when you're grown up. You're not grown up yet. <laughs> You'd be like, 
hey, what, you go get 20 bucks out of grandma's purse because we're ordering a pizza. Grandpa's going to go to the garage for five minutes. You can put whatever you want on that pizza. Call it in. We're watching Animaniacs. Yep. Stone uh, Grandpa. Stone Grandpa. Nailed it. Uh, but yeah, so... Yeah, it was at a youth hockey tournament, and it was just one of the prizes that you could win. Was, Fun. Was $200 worth of weed. At a youth hockey tournament. In Canada. Oh, that makes sense. Freedom. Universal healthcare, man. It sounds like it fucking rocks. <laughs> I bet the granddad was mad. I bet the dad was happy as fuck. He'd be like, no, this isn't for you. This is for me. <laughs> that was my grandpa joke. My grandpa was taking the pot and smoking it. Oh, is that what it was? I didn't follow that shit at all. Are you for real? Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, that's what that was. That's why I looked at you so weirdly for a little bit. I was like, this is funny. <laughs> I think I missed the first part because I was saying something. And then and then, and then, then when I got back, when I focused in, I was like, nope, I missed the beginning. You weren't saying anything when I started talking. In my head, I probably was. <laughs> uh, in your head, you're a lot of things. That's true. Did you know there was a Nintendo PlayStation? The what? Yeah. Back in the day, I don't even know what day, but back in it. Maybe a Thursday? Yeah, of course. Maybe a Columbus Day. Uh, so Sony and Nintendo announced in 1991 that they would work together and produced 200 units of this Nintendo PlayStation. Okay. One of them just sold for $360,000. Wow. Put a picture of it. Oh, here, I'll do it. He, uh, The guy who bought it is the owner of Pets.com. Why would you show me a picture of a Game Boy? Like, I don't know what the fuck that looks like. <laughs> wow. And it looks a lot like the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo. Yeah, but also looks like a, the, I don't, yeah. With a, with a CD-ROM drive and a cartridge drive. It looks, yeah, it looks like a fucking Super Nintendo and a PlayStation fucked. Yeah. And had a weird baby. Yeah. So their deal fell through. And so they didn't end up releasing it, but I want one now. <laughs> we're alleged. The other 199 prototypes reported to exist were allegedly destroyed. Mm-hmm. So you can't. That's the only one. That's the only one. And he's got it and with games. Wow. They're going to put it in a museum, maybe. That's crazy. There's two games. PlayStation, uh, you can get Mike Tyson's Punch Out and then the stadium events. Family Fitness. Getting it done. Oh, you could use the gamepad. Wow. Wow. That's pretty great. I wonder if you could play N64 games and PlayStation 1 games on it. Well, again, this is a Super Nintendo. This looks like it's on the Super Nintendo platform, not the N64 platform. Look at the controller. That's a Super Nintendo okay, controller. Okay, well, a Super Nintendo cartridge then. Yeah, I'm sure that's exactly what it is. It's a perfect halvesy. <laughs> you cut it right down the middle. I know, cool. I want it. Well, we'll put a picture of that on the Instagram so you can see it for yourself. Yeah. It's pretty great. I want one. I don't know if I'd spend more than a quarter of a million dollars on it. Well, I have a feeling when you spend that kind of money on a video game, a quarter of a million dollars isn't that much money to you. Well, especially so pets.com. Yeah, if you own a dot com currently, yeah, you're doing just fine. Especially uh, like pets.com. People love pets. Speaking of who's not doing just fine, a 36 year old woman who kept calling the cops. Uh oh, why? Uh, well, 
her parents took her off their cell phone policy. At 36? 36. Okay. You were on there for too long. A 36-year-old Ohio woman was arrested last week when she repeatedly called 911 to complain that her parents had cut off her cell phone service. Uh, Yeah. And if you look, she looks like Kelly Kapoor from The Office. <laughs> and uh, authorities didn't know what phone used to make the calls, but dispatchers told her to call 911 if there was actual, only if there was an actual problem. Well, she called back two hours later insisting she felt the lack of a working phone was a legitimate police matter. <laughs> Court documents obtained say she became belligerent on, during her phone calls to the point that officers decided to arrest her on charges of disrupting public services, which is a fourth degree felony. Whoa, really? Yeah. Which I don't, I don't know how many degrees of felonies there are, but I don't, I don't think that's up there Man. too high. And nth uh, degree of degrees she's a licensed realtor wow <laughs> and that authorities have not said why her parents shut off her cell phone service in the first place maybe because you're 36 fucking years old and you need to get your own phone service they're probably like at least pay us for it yeah like, you, you just sold three houses yeah, buy this house but <laughs> she literally had a gun to our heads oh uh. man well that was fun Always nice Always. little, nice little Sunday episode of the Always One Millionth Podcast. We just, we just meandered through that one. Just fucking doing it. Just, just the, just the old acoustics. People walking by, looking at my apartment. Uh, well, you ever have you ever wanted to just bark at him? <laughs> like, woof, woof, woof. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. I let Auto Man do that. I always want to do that to like little kids that are yeah like get, get too close to you at Target. That's how you end up on a list. Just bark at them to scare them a little bit. <laughs> well, like funny like that. Oh, well, okay. Uh, well, as always, uh, I'm Chris Porter. You can find me at I am Chris Porter on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Andy Port, and on Twitter at Andy Porter, and the pod. At one millionth pod, that's all words. One million with a TH and a POD on Instagram. And on Twitter, it is at the number one and the words millionth pod. And as always, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. This has been the one millionth podcast. Fuck you. Come on back. I'm fucking rocking.